Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills... Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. Somehow I got picked to be on the sweaty back episode. I love working class bull hunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 81 here of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, right here in, well, it's raining, so rainy Sherrard, Illinois. We were at 1600 Buckslayer Place. We were right in the Bucketorium. Um, before we get started with anything, it's Memorial Day, um, so the, not only is a vet shout-out, it's going to be for all the fallen soldiers, um, and we're going to take a moment right now before we get started, a uh, moment of silence and just uh, in remembrance, so... So once again to all the uh, all the vets who have uh, who've you know cashed in the ultimate check, thank you so much. Uh, but we're gonna get going here, Kurt. It's another morning episode. It is, and it, uh, Eric's not here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he he had himself a bit. If you follow him on Snapchat, you understand exactly why he isn't here right now. He's well, it's weird. We have morning episodes, and yeah. Anyway, he's not here, so he'll be here though eventually. Yeah. So we're gonna uh, we got a super cool episode. We've got uh, the boys from O Town Outdoors uh, on again, and uh, if you're not familiar with them, it is not the band. So it is a couple of yeah O Town Outdoors dot com. I think is their website. I'm probably wrong. O Town Outdoors dot com. There you go. Um. So yeah, we're excited to have them back on. Um. They're really cool guys. We uh really got to know them and stayed in touch with them, and we met up with them at ATA last year and. We actually got some, uh, they sent us some O-Town shirts, 
So we got those on, really cool. Um, yeah, these guys are definitely they're gonna they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be real big. Um, you can just see their passion. You watch their videos. They actually put everything into it. They're really well done. I think they designed their whole website. They do all mm-hmm. their photography, all their video production, the editing, all that. It's it, it's pretty cool. So I mean, that's what we're all about. We want to support people like that, and you know, I they keep putting out good quality stuff. So yeah, I mean, we love supporting people who work hard. And uh, speaking of people who work hard to keep supporting us, I want to give a big old shout out to uh, Scott Smith. We missed him uh, last weekend at Smith's Custom Meats and uh, Deer Processing. That. Right there in beautiful, lovely, what's it, whatever adjective I'm going to use for Viola, Illinois. <laughs> go uh, go see them. Great family. Great products they put out. Uh, like the, You won't find the stuff that they have on uh, at too many, you know, deer lockers or meat lockers. It's it just. Well, it's different. You don't feel like you're at a deer locker when you go there to get your stuff processed. And, you know, there's a lot of people like to do this, do it themselves. And there's a lot of people that just don't have the space or equipment or really i guess the guts to just go ahead and try it but you know that's what the smiths is for you take your deer there you drop it off it's clean they're friendly they're easy to work with they got custom meat like literally if you ask for something you know he's like he'll take that in consideration and give it a shot or he'll try he's always experimenting with new stuff that's what's nice like and you get your deer back i think we don't uh really fail we fail to mention that all the time you get the deer that you shot back. And they don't just tell you that you get your deer back. Like, I've been to some processing places here locally where, oh, yeah, you get your deer back. We take a big buck there, and you get, like, 12 pounds of meat back. And yeah. it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> hold on, what? And then you take a button butt, button buck in there, and then you get, like, 150 pounds of meat somehow. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually. You, you really do, and, yeah, you won't see that menu stay the same. He's always changing and trying to get better and improving, and we got to have him on again so we can talk about what goes into it, you know, again, because I don't think it's, it's underappreciated. It is. And, and speaking of uh super hard work, uh, things going into it. Um, Mark Reif, creative critters, taxidermy. Again, if you follow him on Snapchat, you're going to get like snaps at three in the morning on a Tuesday. Just, Oh, just had to finish this right here, boys. Right. <laughs> you know, that guy, that guy works around the clock and, uh, you know, when you get a dude who's as passionate, you know, he's not just, like, out there to make a buck. Uh, the dude, like... No, if he wanted to, he could crank a, a mount out every week, but he doesn't do that. You know what I mean? He It's it's perfection to a fault, almost. That's how yeah. that's how perfect these mounts are when they leave his shop. Like, it's 100% right. It's... I was talking to 100% his... 100% rife, maybe. Right. I was talking to his son yesterday, Zach, and he's like, man, he's like, I've watched my dad work on a, a fish mount and mess one little thing up on it, and he just like, nope, that's not good enough. Completely strip it down and start over. Like it, that's how he. He's like, he just wants it to be perfect, man. He's so meticulous, which I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with that. I'll, yeah, I mean, dude, you know, you you spend you spend all this time, effort, and money chasing <clears throat> chasing these deer, and you finally get that buck of a lifetime. Do you really want some guy who's gonna put it on like a production line and get it out to you? Right. Well, I'll say this: if I kill ever kill a 200 inch deer, you know, there's a lot of people that like bug out on their local taxidermist and go to some world champion taxidermist and pay a bunch a bunch of money i have confidence in my taxidermist i'm just like no mark will do it just as good or not better than anybody else so now that's saying something yeah that's you know really that's what i believe that really is um 
Yeah, guys, we're uh, we're carrying on here, but we couldn't carry as much as we could without BadlandsPacks.com. Nice. Badlands Packs, uh, we're waiting for Steve to start making some money, me. Then I'm going to go start buying some stuff from them, and it's going to be awesome. Okay. It's it's still really early in the morning, man. I yeah, know. we're getting warmed up here. Uh, <laughs> not really, really early. It's just different than what we're used to is what it is. Yeah, so um, we are gonna go ahead and uh, and get Nick and Jake on from uh, from O Town Outdoors. Uh, we're gonna check in, see what they've done. They've been doing some really cool stuff. We'll get into it. Uh, but dude, these dudes, uh, go to their website uh, after you're done listening, and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. I mean, they it, it ain't bad stuff. No, it's definitely good. We'll get them on the phone here. So I hope you guys enjoy. All right, so on the phone with us, they're in a different time zone, so they're a little bit more awake than we are. We've got the boys, Nick and Jake from O-Town Outdoors. Fellas, it's been too long since we talked to you last time, uh, or, you know, not long enough. Which one do you guys think it is? I think too long. Last time we talked to you, I think there was like three feet of snow on the ground here in Ohio. It was the dead of winter, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. So, man, you guys have been uh, you guys have been absolutely hustling, and... There's one thing I do gotta gotta throw out there right away. You know, every time someone's on our podcast, they do some of the greatest things ever. Like, you know, as <laughs> soon as they get done talking to us, great things happen, right? Yeah. We talk to people, they killed the biggest deer they ever killed. Yep. And yep. then uh Jake, what uh, what happened probably a couple days after you talked to us? Uh He doesn't know. He remember? I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. He forgot. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. well the, well don't let her listen because uh she'll be upset. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys that I got engaged. <clears throat> I, I remember talking to Kurt about it at the ATA show. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that happened right after we had you guys on, and yeah, we met up at ATA, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Should, should you were you're all by your lonesome? Your crew left you. What the heck? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> it was a matter of uh, who really, really wanted to get out of school, and I think I won that bet. I I didn't want. <laughs> School that old week, so I thought ATA was better for me. Yeah, yeah that's not fair. Competing in a wrestling tournament, so that's fine. I I didn't want to get kicked off the team by not going. You know, <laughs> well, ATA is worth it though. ATA would be worth getting kicked off a wrestling team. So <laughs> <laughs> everybody's telling me <laughs> it, it it is a good time. Um, so we'll have to all meet up again this year. Hopefully, I can make it this year, and all of us should be there. So we'll have to do a if, if we can all make it out there, we're gonna bring our mobile podcast studio and record either at the ATA um, or at the hotel and just have fun somewhere or another. Heck yeah. It sounds like a blast. So you guys looked like, we'll talk recently, you guys had a pretty good turkey season. I think we had the best turkey season we could have ever hoped for. Yeah, I don't know if we will ever talk. I'm not sure if had the lucky rabbit's foot in their turkey vest or, or what was going on. But. Or you just know us. So, you know, like I said, you know, you talk to us, good things happen. So. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I mean, I didn't think about that until you just mentioned it. So I think um, we should go ahead and just schedule another podcast for, like, early September. Right yeah. Before- <laughs> <laughs> September 30th, so tag out the first yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or is it <laughs> September 31st? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Either way, you could be on. We'll give you your good luck and then kill all your deer, and then we'll have you right back on and talk about it. There we go. <laughs> that sounds great to us. How, how many turkeys do you guys kill between right, – so go over your – like. well, let's do this first. For people that are unfamiliar, that don't already know, that didn't listen to the last episode, O-Town Outdoors, give us the rundown, like who's on your crew, what you guys do, and, and all that. All right. 
Well, um, it's mainly Jake and I. Um, we kind of started things, got everything up and running just over three years ago. Um, but our little sister is a big-time hunter as well, and she actually probably has the most success out of all of us, which we kind of talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I mean, she's a lot better looking than both Jake and I, so <laughs> she's better in front of the camera. Um, and then my good friend from high school, uh, Corey Moyer, he uh, does a lot for us as well. Um, he actually does a lot of self-filming for us, which if you get on our website, he has a really cool self-filmed uh, deer hunt from this year where he killed his biggest buck. Yeah, we just shared um, that online. Yeah, yeah, he, it, it was awesome. He did a great job videoing because, as you guys know, it's extremely hard to capture a hunt by yourself. So oh, yeah. That was, um, yeah, so it's really just us four. Um, however, our dad, he doesn't do a lot of hunting anymore. He just loves running the camera, so he's uh, he plays a big role as well well you kind of got to give him credit too because i think our our push and our drive to do what we do now comes from his ideas back when we were 12 13 14 years old so right i um you know not to not to get too off uh track here but i saw a picture of uh of you three you uh your brother and your dad and you guys all had o-town outdoor ties Heck yeah, dude, those things were super cool. I looked at that. I, was I like, missed that picture. Oh, it's on. Uh, it's on one it of the. Was at Jake's graduation? Yeah, yeah. it was at Jake's graduation. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, our little sister. She actually got those made for us too. So that was her Christmas gift. <laughs> That's awesome. That, that is super cool, dude. You guys aren't like you know for people who uh, there's a lot of lot of you know groups out there, teams or whatever you know and. Uh, a lot of them are kind of like, you know, oh, we're this team, we're this father and son combo. But, like, you guys, like, take it really seriously. Like, uh, I, one of you posted a, a picture with your shirt off, and I liked it, you know, because that was kind of cool. But uh, <laughs> who has the O-Town Outdoors tattoo? Is it... <laughs> Me forever. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, Nick has got it. Like, that. that's dedication. Like, he, he ain't playing around. Like, Kurt won't get a working class bow hunter tattoo. He's like, if the show makes it two years, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. I have enough tattoos. I'll just blend it all into the other ones. And then if it fails and hits the dirt, I'll just cover it up. Exactly. (laughs) How about this, Kurt? Okay, if you go ahead and get one, and if we have our next podcast and I kill my biggest buck today, I will get one as well. (laughs) That's a deal. That's a deal. If I'll get one, I'll get one. I'll get one before hunting season. We'll do the next episode, and if you kill a big buck, then you have to get one. Okay. I'm uh, I'm totally in. I'll shake hands with you through the phone on that. Okay, (laughs) man. That, all right, we'll, we'll confirm that right now. That sounds good. Watch it, watch it tip <laughs> over like a two hundred and seven inch. Just then, you, if you kill a two hundred inch deer after an episode, you got to do your whole back with our logo. <laughs> I was gonna say if, if that happens, I might as well get it on like my forehead, <laughs> <laughs> like a teardrop tattoo of the boat working class bow hunter. <laughs> it's for yeah, the homies. Every two hundred inch deer I get, dude, you get like a little teardrop tattoo. All of a sudden, he's got like four of them. <laughs> if you, I'll make this bet with you. If you kill a 200-inch deer, I'll get the O-Town Outdoors tattoo. There we go. Um, I'll call you from the tree stand and be like, dude, I'm, I just set my tattoo appointment up. Yeah, I'll be like, well, <laughs> looks like I'm calling one in right now. Tat for tat, man. I love it. Yeah, that's. A, I'll, I'll take that bet. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and, you know, b- people that are familiar with us, like, hear how we're going on with you guys. I mean, you guys are are, are a pretty laid-back bunch, you know, um, and – we, me and Kurt were watching a couple of the video series that you guys do. I want you to talk about that. Uh, these are very, very well done. You know, for a couple college kids, like, this is, like, next level stuff. Yeah. Did we lose uh, you? Jake, 
does Jake, which a lot of people probably don't know this, but Jake does pretty much all of our editing. I, I can take credit for a lot of the footage, but Jake puts together the awesome stories. So we, we both kind of write the scripts, like we call them for our videos, because we, we didn't really want to incorporate, like, the the normal, like, interviews in the videos. We kind of wanted to generate, like, a more, like, storytelling-type deal, because not a lot of people are doing that. Right. Um, that's how we thought we could separate ourselves. But Jake, I'll let Jake take over, because he throws together all the all the clips and everything. I mean... For, for something like video editing, it's easy to sit down and say, oh, you know what, I'm a creative guy. I can I can throw something together and whip it together real quick. But I, I actually have, I did an internship with the Cleveland Browns, and they had a template. Um, so you could you could write your script in one, one column and then put the clips of video that you want to associate with those words. Uh-huh. I spend the majority of my time on paper, writing that stuff down so that when I get to the computer, I already know what clips I want, what I have, what I needed to get, and I can put it together that way. But, I mean, I think, like Nick said, we wanted, you see so many hunting shows, it's like, oh, here's an interview, oh, we're in the tree, we kill a deer. Right. They're kind of stamped out after a while, you know what I mean? You're kind of, they're too predictable how the format's going to be. The The content varies, but... As far as right. like the stenciled out layout, it it uh, it's all well, about and, the same. Yeah, and some people can pull it off. I mean, like you look at Bone Collector, their personalities like they can pull that off because they have right. awesome personalities, and no two shows are the same. Yeah, it's but, their, it's their dynamic that makes that work so well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you don't have that dynamic and you try and mimic that, it kind of it comes off awkward. Yeah, if it's not if it's not natural, like like T Bone and Nick and those guys, like they're natural. It, it, yeah, you're right. It just comes off very unprofessional, I think, anyway. Well, and I, I think that's what a lot of people are trying to do. They see that, like, Bone Collector and all these other shows are doing that, and they've got a show. Well, why can't we just do what they – we've got good personalities. We can throw something like that together, and then it ends up being something that everybody knows is a, a knockoff version of that stuff, and they don't want to watch right. it. And it's funny because we had our buddies from Whisperwood Outdoors. They're kind of – they're more fishing, but they do they do some bow hunting, and they're kind of they do. It's hard to explain. Like, if you guys, I guess you guys is like art and video form, which is cool. Like that video with Corey on it, the perfection. I really like that. How you guys basically told the story on like what is perfection, like leading up to his hunt, and yeah. that was just a way different, like change of pace rather than your normal run of the mill, like you said in the interviews and all that. And then right. our buddies from Whisperwood kind of do the same thing. It's kind of not the same thing as what you're doing, but they get away from like the the classic stamped out interview type stuff, and they have a lot of like um, I guess like uh, I don't I, I don't do video, so I don't really know the term like artsy type shots, and um, it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, and I have mad respect for anybody who can I guess separate themselves. Just like I mean, just like you guys. It's not like you said. You're not you're not video, but your podcast is basically unlike any other podcast I've listened to, just because of your personality and the way you guys go about things. So it's like you said, you, it's so it's so much easier to watch or to listen to something that is different and unique as opposed to just like you can tell within the first two minutes of listening or watching something like if you're gonna like it just based on I think what you what you see all the time and then right. If it, it's basically different or set sets itself apart, then it holds your interest. Well, Nick and I kind of talk too, like, 
I think that there's there's the and this is the analogy, but there's the Daniel Tosh like Tosh point oh kinds of hunting videos that are cool in the moment, but they're fleeting. You don't really remember them. They don't stick out in your head, but they're entertaining to watch. Right. And then there's the like Discovery Channel, Planet Earth, awesome footage, awesome story. And <laughs> no, that's I, I see what you know, you're saying. Yeah, I get that. Lizanet Earth, no, no, I, narrated I by Snoop. Funny. <laughs> But yeah, no, I see exactly what you're saying. It's uh it's it's refreshing to have something different. And the video market, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I look at it, it's kind of when we've talked about it before with a couple other people, it seems like it's starting to get very flooded. So it's hard to stand out. Um so you got to be doing something a little different, kind of like what you guys got going on, so. Absolutely. Yeah, it's no, it's very flooded. And it might be, you know, people might argue that the podcast market or I guess podcast outdoor podcast world is starting to get flooded, too, which it very well could be. I don't know. Um, I don't really pay attention, nor do I care. There could be a thousand hunting podcasts, but we're still just going to do it the way we do it. But yeah, and that's 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 the attitude that it needs to be. You can't be somebody else. You got to be who you are. And that's what's going to carry you. Well, you know, yeah, and it comes from, uh, you know, I, I think where, where we got from the, the podcast, like you said, we got personality, so we don't really got looks, but, you know, we can at <laughs> least we can at least bring you something. I think we're, we're um, the podcast, is, we're like, we're, we're, we're so successful is because you can listen to it at work. Like, you can't watch all your hunting shows at work. And, yep. you know, when you got... <clears throat> When you've got like you know forty minute uh, hunting episodes, you know it's it, it's tough to watch those at work when you're supposed to be doing work. I mean, I've done it before. You know, <laughs> of course, going to continue to do it, but um, it's just one of those one of those things. I mean, you know, I think I think that's what what um, is so interesting with podcasts is um, you can get such a specific topic that you like, and and you get to hear yep. a lot of stuff that you wouldn't get to hear at. Um, you know, like like if you if you if you take like a knock on podcast like John Dudley, like people who love archery, great podcast by the way, great podcast. Um, you take people who love archery, you're only going to hear archery when you go to like uh you know a pro shop, and then you'll hear, you know maybe a couple things here and there. But this is like you know almost weekly that you can hear all this knowledge, and I think you know with with that, uh, I don't want to say that podcasts are going to be what's going to make people better, but it gives them an easier route um and plus you don't have to read so it gives people an easier route to hear things that they love you know what i mean i think a lot of it is a different perspective too yeah that's sure yeah for sure right no i can definitely attest to that you said you can listen to it at work i was listening to it in the library um like while i was doing my homework or like typing a paper just like off to the side because even if you're not like sitting there uh, attentively like focusing on it you still you know, absorb, I mean, yeah, you still absorb all of it, and yeah, it's it's so easy to, well, your your podcast anyway, it's so easy to listen to. So yeah, I can definitely attest to that. Well, thank well, you. Well, yeah, it's probably hard for you guys to do homework because of how hard you're laughing all the time. But you know, sometimes that's, yeah, that's just uh, yeah. all I know is I I told myself if anyone came over because I didn't put headphones in, if anyone came over in the library, I was like, yo, can you turn that down? I was just gonna be like, no, or I was just gonna have to leave because I wasn't gonna stop listening. That <laughs> <laughs> a boy. You can go somewhere else. I like hearing <laughs> Steve's voice. Exactly. It's important stuff. That's that's something you'll never hear my voice in a library. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, actually. So, what's um? Do you guys have videos in the works right now? Like, can you? I don't know. You don't really want to give it all the way. Kind of like what's what's coming up next before 
bow season starts. You know what I mean? Well, all of our yeah. So we have we're gonna have six full length um, turkey episodes from this past season um, coming out, and they're gonna be the same style as our previous deer season episodes, the the horror story. Um, Rachel, our sister, um, she was the first to get on the board this past turkey season during the Utah here in Ohio, and uh, the script for her video is all written out. Um, so basically, editing is gonna be getting getting underway here within the next week or so. Um, and we haven't really decided. We're, we're, we've talked about getting all of our turkey season episodes edited and finalized, and then releasing them like um, one week after the next. So it'll be kind of like a like a six week type deal. Right. Um, talked about doing that instead of like finishing one and then releasing it, and then waiting like two months until the other one's finished and then releasing it. So I'm not sure what we're gonna do um, in in regards to that exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have. Um, six episodes coming out basically right around deer season, and then hopefully a bonus episode um, of us up in Canada on our first ever bear hunt, which is um, happening August 15th. Middle of August, yeah. yeah so. Oh, that'll be cool. Well. Yeah, guys, you're going up to Canada, man. You won't be sorry that you did. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was a good joke, Steve. All right. Thanks for that. Thank you. <laughs> what, uh, uh, I got in trouble for ripping on Canadians, so I won't, but uh, we're uh, – where are you guys going up in Canada? Um, it's called. I actually have a lot of trouble pronouncing it, but it's called <laughs> Matchawan, I think it's Ma- Matashawan. <laughs> it's uh, way up north in Ontario, Canada. So it, the the camp is called Golden Eagle, and it like basically sits right on the northern part of the Montreal River. Um, so. Well, a piece of advice, one good luck to you guys, but bring some of your shirts up there because I think O-Town, Ontario, you'd be, uh, you can sell quite yeah, a few. Yeah, <laughs> that works. You know, I didn't think about that, but that, that works. <laughs> Dude, you should get, like, some tribute shirts made and, like, one side have the have the American flag and the other side have the uh, Canadian flag. And then there you go. From Ontario to Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. For people that don't know, you guys are in Ontario, Ohio, right? Yes. Okay, that's yep. where that joke comes from. I, I remember that people were like, didn't you think they're from Canada at first, Steve, when we first got them on? Yeah, no, they were like, uh, O-Town, Ontario, and then I was like, Ohio? Like, <laughs> yeah, we get asked that all the time. Like, I just started a new job up at where I'm staying at school, and it's only my second week, and, like, everyone is asking me, oh, where are you from? And I just started saying Mansfield, Ohio, because that's basically right where Ontario is. Right, just because I was getting so tired of people saying, wait, Canada? <laughs> that's funny that kind of sucks though at the same time but uh i mean i don't know it's, yeah it's kind of funny it's happened so much to us now that we just expect it so. right yeah that's true what so when you guys go up there for a bear what's uh what kind of goal do you have in mind do you do you have a certain size bear you want to shoot i mean or you just want I, you know what i mean you oh. want like a close encounter or because me i want to get damn near killed by one you know yeah exactly no what kind of i mean being our first time, I don't. I mean, I think you can agree, Jay. We're not going to be too picky, um, but we're actually we're going with our our taxidermist. Um, his name's Jamie Jamison. He goes up there every year and and has success pretty much every year. So um, basically, we just want to get awesome footage so we can put together a cool story of our trip. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to be too picky. We're we're taking our bows, obviously. So yeah, I'm not going to be picky at all. <laughs> so you guys, it's in August. You're going up there. Yeah, August fifteenth. I think the first day. Yeah, the first, yeah the first week of their their season up there. So what's is it like a week long hunt? Five days. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you don't got to give out the price because those are pretty affordable hunts, um, especially for working class men and women. You know, I mean, the black bear is very attainable. Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Is it like under two grand for five days? Is it, is that pretty? Right around there. Yep. Oh, dude, that's worth. <laughs> it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good hunt. You know, because a lot of a lot of people are going to say it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So you're going to pay two grand. You could pay two grand to go on some Disney cruise and get food poisoning, allegedly, or you could pay two grand and go shoot a bear. I mean, you know, I that's a no brainer. Who would even consider the other option? That's, that's... <laughs> well, the thing is, it's you know, like you said, once in a lifetime thing. I don't know, black bear. I have an interest to do black bear. I actually had one booked a couple of years ago, and I I didn't end up doing it. it. Didn't work out. But you know, it's one of those things. I want to kill just one black bear, I think. Like, if I could shoot just one Pope and Young black bear, I think I'd be okay, and I would shut the black bear hunting yeah. chapter of my book, yeah. you know? But right. but maybe not, because... Well, John I, Streeter said, once you go up, dude, you're hooked. Yeah, exactly. So there's guys like John Streeter from Experience Wild. They're like, yeah, man, we went, I went up there, and I'm, I'm going to go back every year now. So it's kind of like... Right. But I don't know. I'm so into whitetails, and I want to kill a big whitetail every year, because, you know... We just grew up hunting them. I mean, you guys know how it is in the Midwest. So nothing, nothing better than hunting in your own backyard for the animal you grew up right about. Especially if it is in your backyard and you own acreage right behind your house, that's gonna be yeah. even better. But you know what I mean, though. <laughs> is this something you guys think you'll do this every year, every couple of years, or do you think you'll be like, okay, we got a black bear hunt on film, whatever, we're gonna go elsewhere and? Uh, yeah, I mean, we like to try new things, so I honestly don't think it's gonna be like a. A tradition type deal. I think it's going to be, especially if we have success. I think, I mean, being out of college, it's not like we can go on huge hunts every year. So, I'd say it will probably be a few years um, before we try something new. But we, I mean, yeah, we've talked about mules and elk, and I would love to go out and shoot shoot me a, a pronghorn. Or and we talked last time about the Yukon moose hunt. That's on my bucket list. So. Right. Well. I think we're to try to t- tackle all of those things. But before we even think about that, we have to survive bear camp. Because, see, I'm a little worried because Jake is way faster than me. So, I mean, I know black bear aren't necessarily known for being, like, aggressive. But just say something does happen, I mean, I either have to trip Jake or, or I'm screwed, basically. And I don't, I don't think he's going to do that because he doesn't know how to edit yet. So. <laughs> there, there you go. Well, the well, thing is, it's like I always said, I said, I don't, I don't know how many episodes now, and you guys have probably heard it. I'm like, man, so for some reason, I just want like a close encounter with like a, an animal that could get me, but I, but it dies, you know, and then I end up, or if I die, it dies too, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, what's funny, we're talking about bear hunting. Um, I don't know why I haven't proposed to my girlfriend yet, but she always says after we get married, she goes, I, I for a honeymoon, I want to go bear hunting. And I'm nice. like, I'm like, man, why haven't I, because the deal is like, We'll go bear hunting. If I put a ring on her finger, she's buying me an AR of my choice. So I'm getting. You need to wipe her up, man. I know. That's what I'm thinking, man. But she's just bribing you. I, this poor girl's just waiting, and you're I know, just I, like, I don't know. We're I don't at know a, why I haven't done it yet. We're at a family function. And everyone's like, "How come you haven't, uh, you know, proposed to her yet?" I'm like, "Well, she's a couple classes away." She's from Canadian, her- guys. That's what he was saying. <laughs> she's a couple classes away from getting her MBA, so I will reward her for successfully getting her uh, for her MBA. I will reward her with asking her to be my wife. It's good so. thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. Because exactly. it's, it's, it's such an honor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. She's, you know, it's funny. She's a really cute girl, and here I am at 280, like, you know, 5'9", 280, just like, yeah, hey, uh, you should be lucky, lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
my gosh. While we're, while we're talking about your life, Steve, I think that you should actually take up. I, I think you didn't you just start a new new job, right? I, I did, yes. Get out of there. Yeah, get out of there, and you need to uh, take up a career in acting based on that uh, Bonehead video oh, we saw. Dude, we've got quite a bit of messages about Steve's acting skills in the Boneshed videos. I was, I was, I don't have the time to watch that. I was, I think we were both kind of rolling on the ground. Dude, is that the one where I drag him out the door? Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. Because I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> yeah, it, dude, that was like a, it, it was a pretty sad day. But yeah, dude, we, you know, we we were able to to do a little funny video like that, and that's how we, uh, how we like to do, um, you know, if. if we're not really interested in doing a whole lot of video, but if we were, we like doing little things like that because, again, that's just our personalities, you know? It's like right. that wasn't anything that, you know, probably wouldn't have happened anyway, you know? It's just... Right. Uh, they, yeah, we love doing little things like that, and yeah, it, <laughs> there was a couple people that were really, uh, really um, <clears throat> entertained by that, so... Yeah, we're we're one of them. Well, did you guys see when I get to the door, I like immediately drop him, like start. It cuts out, but like I drop his foot and I like start to walk away. And you can yeah, hear, you hear yeah. me say something. Like, as, as soon as you hit that rug, like the rug, like drug with him. Like. <laughs> right, right. Well, right when I got to the door, uh, like their last customers ever. Yeah, walked there's people in. walking in right behind there. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I said when I stopped there. I'm like, oh, there's a customer, and I like ran, run <laughs> off to the side. So here I am, like trying to put my shirt down, getting up off the floor, and these people walk in. They're like, huh, good thing this place is closing. What kind of animals <laughs> they letting here? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So what 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 else do you guys got right now? What what have we not covered? We still have plenty of episode, but just yeah. Um, well, I guess probably the most recent, um, I guess exciting news with us is I don't know if you guys have ever heard of huntervids.com. dot com. Yeah, look, we are literally looking at their card right now. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they they saw um, they saw our videos and decided that. They thought our our storytelling idea would fit with what they're trying to, to promote on their website, which is not the kill, but the people behind the story. Right. And so they us to be on there, and all of our episodes are going to run on there from here on out now. So That's awesome, So I guess man. we're excited about that just in terms of, well, one, exposure, and one of our biggest goals is just to help other people grow within the industry. So if we can help them, um, by them helping us, basically, we're always, always excited about that. So um, that kind of just got underway within the last two weeks or so. Um, so, yeah, we're pretty excited about that. And that's huntervidsvids.com. Yep, that's it. <clears throat> and and just so you guys are, are aware, we just put a Facebook post right before we put that perfection. It's already getting love on uh, on Facebook here. Our buddy Gene said, awesome video, like the self-filmed. And our buddy Trevor uh, said they did a great job leading up to the hunt. Awesome video. So you know we put it out there. You guys who are listening, you got to go check it out. Um, yeah, always uh, O Town Outdoors um, on your Facebook page. You guys will like release the um, the video series things, and I just I I can't, I can't stop talking about them. Like they're just so well done. You well, know? thank you. We we appreciate that. And Jake and I just like just like doing them. We we. Cherish so much being able to relive our our hunts and experiences, and that's the 
the best way we see fit to do it. So, and honestly, I mean, it's, it's awesome to get feedback like that from from people that we don't even necessarily know, and from from the people who follow our social media and who who stay in, in touch with us on on YouTube and stuff. But mm-hmm. the coolest things is actually showing these videos to our family. Like, yeah, that that's that's one of the most rewarding feelings that you could ever have. And I, so, even if there was no future goals with O-Town Outdoors, I don't think that we would stop making these things because it's just so much fun to share it with family and friends. Well, Absolutely. that too, and think about when you're older and you have kids and stuff and you can you can watch all that stuff, you know? It's yeah, it's like the highest quality home videos for yeah. yourself ever. It's just like you said, if you probably would make them anyway, whether yeah. or not. So it's just it's oh, we, cool. Yeah, we would. And you'll be able to show your, you know, your grandkids. You're like, oh, we used to do this back when hunting was still legal. Oh, Come on, have I'm some hope sorry, for our I people, did. man. I do. Yeah, but by I... that time, geez, there'd probably be, I don't even know. <laughs> There's too many libs out there, boys. There's too many oh, liberals. Man. I have a feeling the NRA's got quite a bit of stuff up their sleeves, and I don't think it's going away anytime soon. No, Steve's just being an asshole. No, but... I, I am. I just, I, I, did, I, I worry about it all the time. It's just like, but you know what? I think that. That's why we're <clears throat> members of Whitetails Unlimited, the mm-hmm. Pope and Young Club, the NRA, all that. It's why you got to do your part. Yeah, I for sure go and uh, go and do that. Like Whitetails Unlimited, it will help. Um, <clears throat> uh, it, it it'll help keep keep hunting alive. So like you like you guys said, you know, you'll be able to um, share those forever. And uh, I I know you guys are passionate about hunting, and you just want to keep sharing that passion. And exactly, yep. uh, you know, it, it well it, in my opinion, you guys have to be. You know, if I'm an an older guy in the hunting industry, if you if you want to say that, um, doing videos and stuff. Looking at you guys doing what you're doing, I would just be like, "There's, there's hope. Like these guys are going to take care of the business." That's what I would think because you guys are so young, still in school. I mean, you guys are just a little bit younger than us, and you guys are so passionate about it that it's just, it's nothing but good things. Thank you. We we appreciate those words, and and yeah, like you said, I mean, probably the biggest driving force behind it is passion, which you guys can attest to, and that's why you're doing what you're doing. So if you're passionate about something, I mean. It never work a day in your life if you if you enjoy what you're doing. Right, and it comes easy. Well, easier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Yep. You know, a little side note: we're both wearing your uh, wearing your shirts right now, the ones that you. Yeah, that's us. a curse. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, dude, these shirts are really well done. Like, uh, yeah. uh, you know, you guys have got it down, dude. I'm I'm, uh, I'm thinking you guys are uh, are getting it down because you, you associate with us. So you know, we 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 appreciate that. Yeah, so uh, they they have some uh, shirts with your face on them coming their way. Steve, yes, they so. do. Good lord! So excited about that. I'm taking so many selfies with your face. Like I'm posting them all over. Oh god! <laughs> I, like I tell people who got that shirt and they're like, "Oh, I want to wear it out." I go, "You know how difficult it is to go out with this face." I was like, "If you really want to go out in public with that face associated with you, you I'll say this." No, you- I'm gonna I'm gonna start a hashtag called selfies with Steve, and I'm just gonna find like random like market or like at the mall and just like have him take selfies with my shirt and then post. That's funny. <laughs> we did a, we did a face swap, my face and that shirt. We finally got it to work. I, it oh, that's was, hilarious. It was nuts, I, dude. It looks so creepy. <laughs> well, half the people who see me wear that shirt, I, they either are like, is that Steve, or if they have no idea who Steve is, they're like. What country music singer is that? <laughs> I'm like, oh man, yeah. It looks like an old, Bo- it looks like a horrible remake of the Bo Cephas T-shirt. <laughs> a little bit. 
so what's Corey's story? Do you guys – he just doesn't get the invite for the podcast, or how's that work? He's actually out of town right now. Um, but, yeah, I guess we're probably pretty crappy friends. Yeah. We didn't even invite him. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys are running the show here. But, yeah, that video with him shooting that buck is awesome. It runs out in the middle of the field and just piles over. Which is pretty funny. I don't know if you can see the road, like, in the background. Yeah, yeah. But his house is literally right across that street, and you can see, at one point in the video, you can see his dad drive on the road and pull in the driveway, coming home from work. Oh, really? <laughs> that's gonna, that's gonna literally, be funny. He's hunting on, right off a, a set of railroad tracks, right across from his house, yeah, and it's just like, like one of those one of those honey holes. So that, That's too funny. Yeah, it was a nice buck. Um, That was his biggest buck to date? Yeah. He actually has he has a shed off of him from last year, and then he was just basically missing in action all fall and, and winter, and then he showed up like two days before. On he showed his, up that morning. We, oh, yeah, it was that morning. shot him that evening. So I don't know where he was that whole rest of the time, but. Oh, I've got an idea where he could have been or what he was getting himself into, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I just like. You know how Trevor said in the comment on that video how you guys built it up to that hunt and then it showed that deer coming in. Like that buck came in after all the other deer and it was just, it gave you, it was such a real feeling, which is hard to grasp in most hunting shows or videos that you watch. And when that deer walked in and like that arrow just sunk right where it needed to go, I was like, man, that was too cool. That was way too cool. You did smoke that thing, man. And yeah, being able to watch it go down, I think that was our first. I might, the, the first video I think that we have of the deer actually going at down. least in like in, yeah in plain view. So yeah, he did an awesome job capturing that hunt. So we were and the the cool thing about him too is that he is he's operating his camera on a homemade camera arm. I, I really had a boy. he's a he's a pretty handy guy and he knows what he's doing in terms of hunting whitetails and turkey. We call him the turkey wizard because. I, I'm trying to get him to start entering into competitions, but he his mouth calling is just unbelievable. He, I don't know, out of the six this year, he called in. I don't know. I, I only called in two, I think. Well, we, had, got the we had but we had eight birds come in, and I think he called in five of those eight. <laughs> two of them, hey, but I mean, well, I'd he say he's a valuable asset to O Town. Yeah, what's help. that? It sounds like he's a valuable asset to O-Town. Yeah, the only guy who's got a deer down on camera, you guys don't even invite him on the podcast, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add the next, the next one, all right? Oh, <laughs> so there'll be your next one. All right. <laughs> so, when he, uh, I didn't even realize that was self-filmed until, like, the very end when he did, like, the interview after he shot that deer, you know what I mean? When he was yeah. doing, I was like, you know, after it went down, he was doing his, like, reaction. I'm like, oh, man, that was, he filmed that all by himself. That's pretty cool. Right. And luckily, luckily, Jake was home. Um, or he happened to be home. I was at school, but he could come and, and film the recovery and kind of get some good, some good trophy shots and things like that for him. So that helps a lot as well with, with, in terms of the the video. So yeah, that, that was really awesome. I was I was very impressed. I actually had chills from the beginning of it, like right up to the hunt. Just how you guys were like describing everything. It just it was done really well. Very impressed. And that's that's one thing we kind of. Um, I don't know, not not we're worried about, but with, like, our style of videos, it's almost, they're not, like, not depressing, but, like, they're kind of, like, emotional. They're like, deep. They're, yeah, they're deep. They're, so, they're so full of. Right. So we were nervous when we first started making them that, like, 
how were people going to react to him? Like one of the first, um, one of the first people to watch our, our very first episode we did like that told me that they like cried. And I was like, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Like, right. I don't know if <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's turning out all right. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I would just keep going how you're going, you know? I mean, people are going to start picking up on it. You know, it's a, it's a weird thing when you start doing your own, like your own podcast, your own videos, it takes a long time. And you'll, I mean, I'm never satisfied. I don't feel like, I feel like we should have a lot more like download numbers, listening numbers than what we do, but that's a good, you got to have that because otherwise you're just plateau off and never go anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, exactly. You're, you're absolutely right. It's cool to look back on what you, you guys can, I'm sure do the same and realize how far you've come and how much better you've gotten and things like that. So, right. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, it, it is one of those, those driving factors that like, you know, you go back and listen to old episodes and you're like, you know, we we started putting some stuff together, and we uh, dude, we've got the coolest thing about this is, is just the people that we've been able, able to meet through this. Oh, I mean, you, you know, you guys, just everybody that like we talk to uh, is awesome. You know, so it, every time you know you get someone new on the show, I mean, you know, we're whereas you guys that you're filming, you know who you're dealing with, but yeah, whenever we get uh, someone to call in, it's uh, it's always that unknown. Right. You know, it's like, all right, how's this person going to be? And, you know, the, the coolest thing is is just when they're so awesome. Um, yeah. And every, everyone's been awesome. Like, I can't think of a podcast that I I didn't like, but it's it, it it's such a, it's such an experience for us that, yeah, we'll keep going. And I know you guys are the same way. And, you know, when you guys get up there and shoot that bear, you know, or both of you shoot a bear up in Canada, man, it's just going to be – I don't know. It's just probably going to make you guys want to want to go harder and you know hustle exactly. and. Yeah, well, yeah I think you guys ahead. really have going for you as well, which I think I've kind of learned over the years. And anything which helps with success is consistency. That's one thing that I mean, you guys like are. Con- it's not like you have a podcast and then you know go out dormant and then three months later you have a couple podcasts. It's very consistent, and I think that that helps a lot with people with your viewers. So. Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes it's challenging, you know, trying to get all of us, uh, you know, together to to do stuff. But um, you know, yeah, we we want to stay consistent, you know, once Absolutely. a week for you guys. I mean, it, it, sometimes it's not too hard to get in here and just talk for an hour. Other yeah. times, you know, getting an hour just for us to get together is is a little difficult. But you know, we 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 absolutely love doing this. I mean, you know, we've put a lot of time, effort, and money. Well, they've put a lot of time, effort, and money. I just show up. It's actually a lot. I mean, you guys know this. You guys have put a lot right, of money you. into your stuff. <laughs> I was going to say that's right. Our last podcast, um, you asked us if anyone came to us offering us money, if we would, if we would kind of turn it down and stick to what we're doing. And you said you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't hesitate to leave. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm tell, I'm telling you, man, I I am. I am not as expensive as people would think. You know, <laughs> well, just like you guys know with your guys' um, like video production and what you guys are doing, it, it costs money to run a website and to do all this, and you really have to just be willing to spend spend the cheddar, yeah. as uh, the some cheddar. people would say. Who but said that last night? Uh, uh, Dave, Dave Thomas Dave from Thomas Hunter called Plant. it cheddar. Which I don't know. <laughs> you guys don't really have to do this because you kind of already getting your. You guys are getting a really solid foundation. But I don't know if you guys listened to that episode we did with Dave Thomas from Bowhunter Planet when he was yeah. he was talking about that uh, film festival where professionals and amateur video producers or outdoor filmmakers can submit and there's like a bunch of prizes and stuff to win. I don't know if you have, if you check that out. There's actually one that that Hunter vids. 
actually is a part. So we'll probably be entering at least a couple of videos into that one. And then there's the Badlands Film Festival at APA that we talked about, and I went to last year while I was there. And yeah, how yeah. was that? I I, uh, I was seeing that all over, but I never got a chance to go check it out or anything like that. I mean, I I, I really enjoyed it. They give free free prizes away. Their door prizes. They gave away all kinds of stuff, gear. Um, and then obviously to watch those videos is that's motivation for us too, because not that they weren't good, but we think we can do better. So it just, that's, that's the extra push. Right. That's good. We want to, the the elite level. Yeah. You always got to think that way. I mean, you know, just even if something's really good, you just always got to, well, I know in myself, I could do better than this and not saying that it's a crummy product, but you just got to have that. I can do better. Let me work harder because now that yeah. I see what the competition is, yep. you know, you just you're always gonna you're always gonna want to strive for better. And I've I've talked about this with like archery companies do that where like they'll do something and other companies will pick it up and everything just keeps getting better. So you know, I think with like the quality you guys are putting out and you know people are gonna start getting hot to that and they're gonna see it and then they're gonna try and put something better out. So then you're gonna be like, well, I'm gonna put something even better out and then it just it works out for the better because everyone's got you know something really really special um, yep so that's you know that's why i like uh, you know i like seeing when people got that drive because i just know that there's going to be some really cool stuff in the future yep competition breeds that kind of thing exactly so. really does when do you guys um do you guys hit up the, the iowa deer classics when could we get an episode scheduled like in person where we can get our little mobile studio and set something up. We've got some stuff like that planned. Um, I actually started, I started a new job right out of school. Um, and I will actually be working for 10 point crossbows. They're right here in Ohio and I'll be doing all their video production stuff. So I'm going all over the country with them to their trade shows. So that's cool. That's huge. Well, I know we're going to try definitely get out to ATA, and then I've always wanted to go to the the, – because Ohio does the deer – the Ohio Deer and Turkey Classic as well, don't they? Deer and Turkey Expo. Yeah, we were down there this year too. That's in March, like middle of March. But, yeah, no, we need to – yeah, we need to get together and do one one in person. So it's just so hard when – I need to graduate. (laughs) Make things a lot easier. Yeah. It, it it's so it's so hard to, like, make the time to get together. We have – there's people locally that were like, you know, hey, we'll get you on an episode, and it just – yeah. conflicting schedules everyone is working doing their thing it's it just it's so hard but right well yeah when you guys had that shoot uh probably what a month ago or so yeah yeah I, we wanted to make it down for that just like we said it's just so hard to to cancel things and get around and whatnot so do you guys want to know what you missed you missed me sprinting oh man i sprinted <laughs> i sprinted 100 yards down 100 yards back and leaped over two targets and he didn't die top speed top, top, speed. Oh, top speed yeah so like seven miles an hour he did get beat <laughs> by like a like a, a gene gene son well he, it was because the kid was wearing shorts you know so he didn't have that you know those those pant legs you know right yeah going. so that mm-hmm. that's why he beat me mm-hmm. so. <laughs> plus you know what i've had life weighing me down for a, quite a while so i had to fight not only life but also, I was wearing heavy pants. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. Did we guys did you get a hit of an inhaler after that? <laughs> oh, dude, I hit a bush latte after that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Yeah, it does the thing. 
<laughs> did we uh did we guys hit you with the uh the rapid fire last time? Yeah, yeah. We, we did. I think we added a new question. Oh, I don't want to ask them the same ones. All right, we'll see if anything we'll ask them a couple of a couple different ones, see if anything. Well, what bows are you guys shooting right now? I'm shooting the well, same, we're both shooting the same as as we were, but yeah, Hoyt Hoyt Rampage XT and Jake shooting the PSE X4 Super Short. Are you guys uh have you guys thought about contacting a bow company to have like one bow company that kind of represents O Town Outdoors, or what's what's the thought there? The cool thing is that with Hunter Vids, um, they have industry partners. Um, so as as a, a featured show, featured team on their website, we have access to those. So oh really? In the works. We're we're trying to decide exactly which ones we want to pursue, but <clears throat> oh, so they have like they have a. a different bow brands that kind of back them so you have like an you have an option they have a bow brand they have optics they have so um we've got choices for different different gear not necessarily multiple different bow companies but working with like two U camouflage two U gear oh okay um, gotcha maven, maven optics so oh that's kind of cool well, I didn't know if that wasn't if you guys had that in the mind, like, oh yeah, we're gonna go after Hoyt specifically or whatever bow brand. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of curious there. A couple of years ago, we started and we would just send out like blanket emails. But what we came to realize is that so many people are are reaching out to these companies like that that they just throw them in their junk, you know. And it, it's it's not worth it to just go and ask. You actually have to have something presentable and, and something that is meaningful to, to the furthering of their business before they'll even consider so. mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. And that's, Which, that's yeah, you can understand. That's something we've kinda of learned because our main sponsors are local people that we know personally that have a business or a service. Yeah. And you know, we do we do stuff for for Badlands, but that's because we believe in it. Like we won't just like send an email out to a hundred different, you know, whatever company Hey, be a sponsor because I, I don't want to promote for just anyone. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's a cool thing is we'll we'll have some people from companies on, and we that's how we develop a relationship. And like, if we don't yep. feel like the company would fit working class bow hunter, we're not gonna we're not gonna just do stuff for them just to say oh they're sponsored and put it on our webs or they're our sponsor yeah. and put it on our website. But you know, we'll have them on just because you know there's maybe some people out there that are interested in trying some new stuff, and maybe it really works for them. You know, that's that's right. kind of where we're at. You know, we're not out here trying to make enemies with anybody. You well, know, if we, we have wanna... a company on, yeah, it's a non-biased discussion. You know, we just want to – it's our chance to dig in to see what they're like and the listeners to see what kind of product and what's behind it and what kind of company it really is. So Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's how – I'm not ashamed to admit, like, when we first started this shindig, yeah, we were kind of like, oh, like, let's try to get with these, like, big-name big name companies and stuff like that. And now it's just like we, we are who we are. We use – what we like and what we think works best for us. Right. And it's not really, we don't really put any emphasis on, you know, like trying to, to place like, I don't know, product placement, I guess you could say in our, in our videos, just because we're using what we're using and we like what we like. And we're not trying to, to, you know, say, Oh look, I'm shooting a Hoyt in this video and then send it to Hoyt. Like we're just doing us and using what we like. So the funny <laughs> right. thing so many people do that kind of thing. They're like, oh, check out this picture of me and my turkey with my Hoyt, and then they'll send it to Hoyt or whatever. And Hoyt's like, yeah, why would I do anything for you? You're already giving me free advertising. Yeah, that's right. a good point. Yeah. Did you guys sure. see, did you guys see the, uh, the the new Michael Pitts video, that pro staff? Just going to bring that up. Yeah. That was, <laughs> period. 
That dude, well, that, it's, you it's guys, not even that it was so funny. I mean, they're all funny, but it's just so true. Like pro staff, like that. Well, first off, I don't even remember where I heard this, but like so many people think pro staff stands for professional, and like it actually just is promotional. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm on this. I'm on so and so's pro staff. Well, that actually just means like you basically are part of like their promotional team, and like yeah, you might do some stuff for them, but like you're a walking billboard. Yeah. You're not right. getting paid, like. <laughs> it's so true, yeah. Well, that I think Realtree is kind of making a point, like with the Michael Pitts videos, and then Wa- Michael Waddle made that video about basically, he- t- basically telling the whole air quotes hunting industry to buckle down, and I yep. think that's what's going to bring it back how it should be. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I I got this uh, I got this Yeti koozie, and like every time like I walk around, I'm like, hey guys, check it out. I'm a chick on a pro staff, like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's like, a, you know, in the gun industry, they're called gun bunnies. Um, so we'll have to figure out what the term is. But, you know, I if you're passionate about stuff, you know, that's one thing that's super cool. But if you're just out there doing it just to get some likes on Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're going to you're going to see it, um, you know, and it's uh, it, I, don't, I, don't I have know. a certain way that I tell and maybe maybe I'm an asshole. Maybe I am. And you guys can all let me know. I get on Instagram if I come across one of those girls' pages and then it says like, whatever, whatever, pro stab, blah blah blah, pro stab, short shorts, pro stab, booty, yep. pro stab, short shorts, pro stab. You know, just like you know, they list up all these stupid ones. Like, why does Mike's flooring have a pro shop? You know? Exactly. But it's like, I look so at many it. people are coming to mind right now because I know exactly what you mean. And usually, like when I see those people, I want to like message them or say like, you do know like. That doesn't make you a pro, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not one to, to start battles or anything. But I know exactly what you're talking about, and I think that's the type of stuff that is just steering back our industry in the complete wrong direction. Because it every really is. he and their brother thinks that it's a competition, and that I don't know. It's just annoying. I, I mean, I think the other thing too is that there's so many people out there that just want to get famous, and like that's why right. they have all these pro staff things on there. Yeah, you know? like at the end of the day, if you do good stuff and you end up being a role model for people that's cool but you shouldn't just want to get famous you should want to better the industry better yourself teach people further educate people and show that you're passionate about it and if you end up being famous awesome yeah and you know what i I think if you do want to end up being like famous as a hunter you should really talk to a lot of famous hunters because it's a lot more work than you think i mean look at go and you don't really unless you're an exception you don't really make that good of money yeah i mean yeah you know, you want to look at one of the biggest names, go look at T-Bone, go to uh, his website, and go look at his travel schedule. That's not including hunts that he's gone for. That's like all the Whitetails Unlimited, NWTF right. banquets, and, and, you know, like some store opening things. You know, Right. Well, I, I think, didn't he say on your podcast, um, when you guys were talking about turkey season, he said he only made it out like not even, not even 10 times, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and, you know, when he's got two, two, shows to film and all that i mean you know he's busy god bless him man but man if you want to be a famous hunter and you really want to spend that much time away from home i mean you know have at it i just for us doing this podcast and we just come right here to sherrard i live like 15 minutes away i mean eric had a bit more of a drive but dude i mean you know go you really want to be a famous hunter talk to famous hunters you might be like not for me yeah yeah i I don't even remember who it was once but I, i heard somebody I can't. I'm not sure who it was. I heard somebody say, "I wish I would have let my hobby stay my hobby." Yeah, that's a. That's... I mean, and I'm sure. 
I don't know. I'm sure that's just an opinion, but well, I mean, you're you're a deer hunter. Just because you get famous doesn't I mean you get to get to walk on the red carpet. If that's what your goal is, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Yeah. Field of Very like, good point. Very good point. But you know, like what I was saying with my, the Instagram thing, and like maybe I'm an ass for this, but the way I look, if I come across those girls' pages or whatever, I scroll through. If there's a, you know, of course, if she's one of those typical girls, there's some pretty scandalous photos on there. You know what I'm talking about. But when I go through, I'm like, okay, she's a deer hunter. Let's see how serious she is about her bow hunting. If I scroll through and I don't see, I mean, success is not always a thing, but if I don't see one picture of you with a deer or one picture of you actually like doing like legit stuff and not just looking with face paint on and smiling and the only pictures you have is of you with a goose and you're a big deer hunter and you're going to be this big famous whitetail bow hunter, I'm just, I'm not buying it. You know what well, I mean? Here's, this is something I think is along those same lines. And actually, it was just this past weekend. We were all sitting down. My fiance was in town. We were watching a hunting show. And there was a, a, a female hunter who shot a black bear. And like up in the, in the tree, you didn't really see her at all. And then when she gets down to her trophy bear that was Pope Young or whatever, her hair's like all curly, her makeup's well done, and she's like, That's so fake. Why would you even like <clears throat> Right. Yeah. I, kind of, it's, gonna, it's not real. It's, it's doctored up too much. <clears throat> yeah, and, and and I've got this this thing and you know, I I believe me, I, I want as many women to hunt as as possible. Uh, but like I always think it's funny when there's like a girl it's like, Oh, just doing stuff with the boys. It's just like you know, like you don't need to go out of your way to make a point. Right. You know, I, I don't know who like these girls are trying to impress her. Like, well, I could kill deer just like the boys. Like, cool. Then just... I want to stop the term huntress too. I yeah, wanna, I want to. I want to cut that just, out. Yeah, like I, I, we're all hunters together. You don't need are. to separate yourself. We're, we're all hunters. Like, you know, would I wouldn't if if a girl tells me I I I, I shoot deer. Like, cool. Like, I I believe you. You know, I I don't know why it has to be like such a big point. You know, yeah. I, and maybe I, maybe it's because I'm not a chick. I, I I don't know, but like I oh, thank I God. Have this, yeah, thank God. I have the same amount of respect for 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 both. You know, what's what's going on? Let's get back to you guys. Um, is there anything else that we missed? What else you guys got going on that you want to get out there? Um, in terms of in terms of video, um, we actually are filming a turkey documentary um, for the NWTF. So what that means is not not turkey hunting, but a turkey documentary. Um, conservation and habitat right. and how in Ohio, at least in the 1960s and 70s, there were like no turkey. Yeah, which you, I think, Kurt, you talked about in one of your previous episodes, I'm not sure, about your dad saying, you know, how you never see, or you never used to see turkeys like you do today. And basically, that's kind of what inspired us to make this video is, you know, our dad and, and grandfather would say the same thing. Like, now you go out and we're able to shoot six turkeys, whereas when, like, our dad was a kid, you never even saw turkeys. So we kind of want to make a documentary about the turkey population in the United States, how it's gotten to where it is today, like Jake said, through the NWTF conservation efforts and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So we really started this, starting basically in the, in the winter, we kind of generated this idea and really started um, filming hard for it. We have a, a good amount of, of just wild turkey footage already that we're going to start putting together and making uh, making a documentary. We kind of talked to uh, some guys from the NWTF at the uh, Spear and Turkey Expo, like we talked about earlier. So hopefully we kind of set like a, a three-year 
plan, if you will, to, to get this video out. So we're pretty excited about that. And we haven't really talked too much about it um, on any of our social media or anything. This is kind of the first time we've put it out there. So that's something um, in the far future, not the near future, that we're pretty excited about. Well, that'll be awesome. That'll be a big opportunity yeah. for you guys. Yeah, should be should be cool. I think I think turkey hunting kind of takes a backseat sometimes to deer hunting, and we like it just as much. So, well, that's because we live up north, down south, man. It's the exact opposite. You know, those dudes yeah. love they live True. for turkey hunting. Right, that's a good point. So, are you guys? I think we may have talked about this last time. Are you guys going to put out any sort of DVDs or anything like that? We've talked about it. We have the ability to. Um, the The difficult part for us, I think, is that each one of our episodes can stand alone. Right. So where, like, the old DVDs of, like, the, the real Tree Outdoors Monster Buck videos, where they would have, like, the the archery tournament in between each hunt, that was, like, a segue. Right, yeah. We don't know how we would do that. Yeah, I mean... But we got it, and I think that we have some ideas of how to do it, and we definitely have enough content now to put it on in, together into a DVD, so... Yeah, I think you guys could definitely, I mean, you guys are creative enough, you could come up with something uh, pretty unique and entertaining, and I always talk about I miss those little 3D tournaments I did in between the hunts, but yeah, I get how you're saying it, it was just one hunt cut, cut right into another hunt, and... Maybe you guys could take everything you have and do something like that, but add some diff- some sort of mixture of content in between. And I- I'm sure you guys could figure it out, no problem. It just takes some brainstorming, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's something to th- something to think about, and something we would have to definitely find the time to to do. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I can tell you guys are kind of. That's kind of been a thought that's lingering, but you guys are real unsure. That's kind of yeah. the vibe I'm getting from you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just—it's almost like <clears throat> I don't know how how much you know now with, in today's age with technology. It's like how much how many people are buying, you know, buying hunting DVDs when it's just all right at your fingertips with things like Hunter Vids and right, right, um, Vimeo and YouTube and all that right at your fingertips. So that I guess that's probably the biggest reason we kind of just dance around it and are unsure of it but yeah, i yeah. gotta i gotta completely agree because t-bone said that too that the dvds aren't just they're not doing like they used to do all the real tree dvds but i'm an exception to that rule like i just ordered three four dvds off realtree.com yesterday and they're, they're cheap now they're like i bought a couple monster bowl dvds for under four dollars like 350 yeah. a dvd gotcha yeah and you know because it's it, the production to, you know the cost to to produce the dvds you know and the artwork and and all that, out the, what you can get, for you know, them. yeah. But like, if you could do something where it's like a like a premium subscription, where pay seven bucks a month, and you know, you get all these you know videos. I I think that's the way that a lot of these hunting um, shows are going, and you know, it's almost pure profit at that point because yeah, you know, you're not paying for the the, the video to be sent out, right? Absolutely. And I want, yeah, one thing that I guess that would benefit us by making a DVD is we've been within the next couple of years, we want to get a booth at the Ohio Deer and Turkey Expo just for, you know, some exposure and whatnot, just to, to reach a mass audience. And we're always like, well, what would we, you know, pretty much everybody has a product at, at their booth. So, you know, what would we sell there? Like, yeah, I throw some shirts out, but so that's where a DVD would come into handy. If we could have, you know, a couple hundred DVDs laid out and, and could sell those at the expo. So that would be yeah. a benefit, and I think a place that we would probably sell a good amount of them. But I don't know. 
Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a, not probably not a bad idea. I mean, maybe uh, do you guys so real? If, do we miss anything? Else, anything else you guys want to get out there? I mean, feel free. Go ahead and and just. Um, I don't, we talked a lot about us. What about you guys? You guys doing any? 3D shoots soon or bow fishing? I know I'm going bow fishing later today, so I don't know. Do you guys do that? Yeah, we actually, I got, I just locked in two spots um, that I guess are supposed to be premium that it's, it's kind of like, it's a, I know a guy who knows a guy who said I can go out on this lake. So it's just getting the stars aligned, like, okay, your schedule's free. I'm free. Let's get together and go out and do it. So that's kind of all yeah. I'm waiting on. But you no, know, bow fishing's right. a blast, man. You, it, it's the most fun you can have really on the it water. Is. I love it, man. You'll never sling more arrows than when you're bow fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And other than that, you know, I mean, I did a 3D shoot the other weekend, and there's some okay. coming up, and it's just our schedule's so busy. There's so much going on right now. I'm going to be traveling for work, so I'm, we're kind of pressed for time, and it's yeah. just uh, it's tough, you know. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, oh, we, yeah, we, we definitely understand that. That's the, the same problem we have sometimes. But, yeah, yeah. bow fishing, what rig do you guys use? I sh- I shoot an old Browning Micro Midas as my little bow fishing rig. Okay, I've cool. got uh, I got this old bow that I got that I was gonna set up, but then I got laid off, so I didn't just didn't have the money. But it's a uh, it's an old PSE. I can't I cannot for the life of me tell you what it is. But I was thinking about setting that up uh, for nice. a bow fishing rig. But um, but then I saw at um. What people have been doing, they've been setting up just a just a recurve, so it's just like real yeah. easy. Um, and yep. then they put the um, it's not the it, it's not it's not like the uh, the uh, what do they call that the Cajun uh, where it's a string in the inside the the like little the AMS jar. reel, yeah, like the yeah. AMS reel, yeah. This one's just like a the spool on the, the front. spool on the front, yeah. So I mean, that's what, okay, that's what we used to have. Now we we shoot the AMS, yeah, and I. I literally have never had and uh, my line snap or anything. You get tangled. I love the AMS reels, but yeah, we used to shoot like the the wheel that would basically screw in where your stabilizer goes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when we first started, we we took an old fishing rod that had snapped and took the reel off of it and super glued it and duct taped it <laughs> stabilizer. And that's <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I mean, bow fishing so much fun, man. It, that's a good way, you know. If you have someone that's a little maybe too young or doesn't have the patience yet to to hunt whitetails and they can pull a bow back you know 35 pounds 30 pounds is all you need for bow fishing that's a perfect way to get like new people into like the sport or kids or anything like that because it's action the whole time it's entertaining you don't have to necessarily be real real quiet i mean it helps if you're quiet but yeah i mean it's just a perfect way to get someone into that and absolutely and it's endless fun so we have a uh reservoir about two minutes from our house that we go on it's just with carp and cory actually he has a little john boat and he built a huge wooden platform that we we set up on the the sides of his boat that we can kind of stand out on so so if you're real careful you can you can have two guys of equal weight stand on either side <laughs> well count steve out yeah count no, steve no, out. not me or kurt <laughs> we actually did the same thing me and my buddy tank we did that with a little john boat cut a little wood platform up front and then uh, we put like a truck bed liner on it to kind of give it some yeah, nice. grip and uh nice. little trolling motor call it a day there you go wear some sunscreen or you're going to be paying for it later <laughs> oh, that's right that's for sure but uh go ahead and just give out your like your website your social media stuff where people can follow you all right, well, our website is www.otownoutdoors.com. Super simple. Um, and then now, too, might as well plug this in there. If you go to 
huntervids.com as well. You can find our page on there and get access to our videos. There's only one up so far. Our, our first video called Appreciation is the only one on there currently, um, but more will be, will be coming out in the next few weeks. Um, and then you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at O-Town Outdoors, um, as well as Snapchat. Oh, yeah, we, we think of the Snapchat, which I forget about sometimes because I do a really bad job of keeping that <laughs> updated. But, yeah, you can follow us on Snapchat as well at O-Town Outdoors. So that basically covers all of it and gives you access to our videos and, and pictures and what we're doing on a daily basis. Cool, cool. Well, we really appreciate you coming on again. We'll get you on again before hunting season two and see if we can't work out some sort of tattoo deal for real. <laughs> I'm totally game. That I'm, would be cool. Now, after this episode, I might go buy a lotto ticket or something. There you go. <laughs> you, you should, you should. Um, so, uh, Steve, you want to add anything? No, man. Uh, you guys just, you guys have been plugging away. Um, you know, super excited to see what you guys got next. Um, I was going to say, do you guys ever do any giveaways for your shirts or anything like that? We did last summer. We did like a trail camera picture giveaway. So we wanted to, we had a picture of a really nice buck that we actually never even saw once the season came, which you know how that is. But yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> we did uh, like a, we wanted to name him. So we, we had a bunch of people comment on our Instagram post to, to name him and we picked what we thought was the, the coolest name and then sent the, Sent a guy uh, a shirt and a who rag. I don't know if you know what those are, but yeah, the, a who rag like the, it's like a bandana type deal. Yeah, yep. We got some cool O Town who rag. So um, yeah, we'll probably do a couple more of those this summer once once we start getting some pics of some nice deer and whatnot. So all right, we well, guys can keep yeah. keep a keep an eye out for that. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and get you on like right after that uh, that bear hunt. Um, so that's gonna be super cool. Uh, yeah, so good luck to you guys. August fifteenth, awesome. he said, right. Thank you very much. Yeah, that, right. that sounds good to, good to us. Awesome. All right, well, check them out. Um, what else? com. We fail to plug our own website every time. Maybe we should get a Snapchat. Yeah, we just should. Just like them guys. Maybe not. We should. Uh, if you want to email us, workingclassbowhunter at gmail.com. We have not. Uh, or you can just do it all on our website. All that stuff. Everything you need is at workingclassbowhunter.com. And I think we failed to mention that, too. Yeah. Um, people always ask. I mean, if you're listening to this episode, you already know where to listen. But it's like, well, where do I listen? Well, if you yep. have iTunes, you go to iTunes, and then you... No, it's all there. WorkingClassBoner.com. You don't have to click anywhere. You just type it in. Boom. The episodes are all right there. Every episode we've ever done is on the front page. So that's it, I think. Yeah, that's. I, I've got nothing else. You know, just a happy Memorial Day. You know, thinking about, uh, again, once again, thinking about all the uh, all the soldiers who, uh, who cashed that... Uh, cash that check in and you know defend our freedom so um you know really grateful for the sacrifice they made all right guys you know what to do go shoot your bow later <laughs>